Hello, and welcome back to the Full Out Podcast. It's Sam, your host, and I am so happy that you are here. Today is a really special solo podcast. This one is deep. It is real. It is raw. My intention is to really share some delicious, spicy nuggets with you of wisdom, of lessons from my own personal experience. I titled this podcast from sweatpant practice to a pole performance with a meltdown in between, because that is exactly what I am going to share with you. And I know whether or not you take pole dance lessons and whether or not you were ever a professional dancer or whether or not you have a goal of being a pole dancer or a pole fitness dancer, I have no doubt that you are going to resonate with some of the lessons in this story. And I'll also share that, you know, this performance was about a month or so ago, and I specifically didn't share then when it was really raw, because I really wanted to soak up the wisdom and the downloads and the codes so that I could share them with you from the highest perspective with the highest alignment of you and myself in mind. So before I dive in, I also want to say thank you. You, my full out podcast, babe, you are someone that wants to go deeper and I want to honor you. Anyone can flip through on Instagram. Anyone can play a poll. Anyone can watch a reel or a story, but it really takes commitment to your learning, to your development, to your expansion, to press play on a podcast when there's a zillion podcasts out there. But for you to press play and take 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 45 minutes to really be poured into like it just takes a lot. And so I really want to acknowledge that. And I want to acknowledge you for your commitment to going deeper. And with that being said, I do want you to stay tuned or maybe you'll fast forward. I don't know to the very end, because I do have something so fucking special for you, the podcast listener, the full out podcast listener that I'm actually not sharing for a couple of days with the rest of the world, my email list and Instagram. So this is a thank you from my heart to you for being a listener, for being here, for downloading the podcast week after week, sharing with your friends, all that good jazz. So let's dive in. So I want to give you a backstory. I did my first poll performance. I did my first poll performance and it was insanely triggering. It was also incredibly healing. And I like to think of um, there's a, a phrase that I've started shifting out of, and I think it'll be supportive for you, but I I've started shifting this idea of being in a breakdown or going through a tough time from those words to it being a portal. So if you shift your breakdown, your tough time, your hard times from being a hard time, being challenging, being stressful, or, you know, full of anxiety into a portal for transformation, a portal for rebirth, a portal for alchemizing your pain into your purpose. It really shifts the energy. So I am sharing with you my pole performance portal, including the triggers and including the healing that was activated. So backstory, I have been in the last few years, I have been in this deep, deep healing, um, experience with, with the relationship to the feminine particularly around my ancestral, uh, lineage, ancestral trauma and beyond. So with all of this feminine work, 
I have looked deeply and more deeply into my relationship with my body, my relationship with sensuality, my, my self-expression, my maternal lineage, the women in my mom's line and, and what trauma they experienced, even though I don't know too much about it. Um, and, and I've gone to healers. I have worked with, um, some coaches I've done so many different activations, family constellation therapy, uh, body talk sessions, body intuitive sessions, like all the things. And it has been quite a journey. And I feel like there was a culmination of this journey through this pole performance that I had no idea was going to be available for me. So backstory, I've been in this healing portal for a while now. And about a year ago, maybe a little bit more, a year and a half ago, I went to my first quote unquote floor play class. And this class at the pole fitness studio was all about dancing sensually on the floor. So you didn't actually use the pole. And I remember going with a friend. She was like, Hey, I'm going, do you want to go? And I was like, eh, okay, I guess so. Little did I know that it was going to be this portal for healing over the next year and some odd months. So it's funny because after the first class, I walked out being like, eh, I don't know if this is for me. Like it was fine, but I'm not dying to go back. So it's really amazing how the ego wants to avoid growth. Um, and it's like, oh no, this isn't for me. It's boring. But I was like, you know what? I know I got to give it another shot. Let me go to a pole class. So that one actually uses the pole. Women were in their six, eight, nine, 10 inch pleaser shoes. They were in their tiny little thongs. And I walk in, in my sweatpants, my socks. I had a t-shirt over my sports bra. My hair was up on a ponytail. And I remember going, oh, now I can see the challenge of what is my body be capable of? Now, this is, you know, coming from the person who did fitness competitions, danced professionally for 10, 12 years. Like I loved quote unquote, just seeing what my body was capable of. So I'm like, literally like laughing out loud at that. So needless to say, once I saw the challenge that was available, I was hooked. I love a challenge. I love seeing what's possible. So lesson number one is give everything more than one try give everything more than one try. If I would have walked out of that floor play class and never come back, I never would have had this deep, deep healing for not only myself, but also the women in my lineage and my future generations. So make sure, encourage yourself, invite yourself into, let me give this more than one try. Because sometimes we avoid things that we know are going to get us out of our comfort zones. Our egos are meant to keep us safe. And so if we are putting ourselves in a situation that feels unsafe in any way, shape or form, even if it feels illogical, it could be a sign that it is a uh, catalyst for bi- for giant growth. So lesson number one, give everything more than one try. Fast forward, that was my first class. Fast forward over this last year and, and a couple months, I have started to slowly shed the amount of clothing that I've been wearing. I've I started buying some heels. I started showing more skin. And I, I came up against so much in that process alone around like, what do my stretch marks look like? What if I have a zit on my butt? Like, what if my ass doesn't look as good as the girl next to me? Like, what are they going to think? And what I have to say about this pole studio, and I know that a lot are are similar to this, is that it was the most inviting, welcoming, loving community with women of all shapes, all sizes, all colors, all abilities in this room, simply 
cheering each other on with this desire to tap into some internal sensuality, some internal spice, some internal fire that they weren't getting in any other area of their life. So I just got to give a shout out. I'm obsessed with Dollhouse. They're in Oceanside and Encinitas in San Diego. Um, happy to connect you if you're local. They're fucking amazing. So Fast forward, they are having their summer party and one of the instructors asked me to perform. And I was like, oh, um, I mean, I guess so. Like who's choreographing it? What are they doing? And she says, oh no, this is a solo. And immediately I felt physically in my body, the duality of fuck. Yes, I need to do this. And the simultaneous, no fucking way. Like there's no fucking way. There is no way I will perform in heels and a French twist and rhinestones and, and, you know, a full costume in front of thousands of people at Radio City Music Hall. I've performed in front of hundreds of thousands on TV, but something about being seen in this way felt incredibly uncomfortable and might I even say unsafe, I'll get to that later. And also I felt that other side of me that was like, yes, you absolutely have to do this. So I said, yes. And this brings me to lesson number two, you get to listen to your body and you get to discern what is coming from your fear and your programming and what is coming from your higher self. So if you've ever felt that duality of like, Ooh, I should do this thing, but I don't know. Or maybe the opposite, like, I really don't want to do this thing, but I feel like I have to, or I should, those are the dualities. And so a really great question to ask is where is this coming from? Is this coming from my higher self, from my divine self, from my future self, something that's going to expand me and strengthen me, or is this coming from fear? Is this coming from a should, is this coming from me needing to stay where I am? Because that's what feels comfortable. So I talk a lot about listening to the body and honoring the body. And I'm going to say it sometimes the body's reaction is a fear response. And so this is where mastery really comes in is I'm feeling this emotion, this fear of like, oh my God, I can't do that. And also this like, oh my God, I have to do that. Like, yes. And so being able to discern What's fear, what's programming, what's from a should, and what is for my highest self, my highest good for the good of all is an incredibly important skill to master as a woman, as a powerful woman. So lesson number two, listen to your body and discern discernment is everything. So it's interesting because my ego and my subconscious realized, okay, I'm saying yes to this, but. I'm going to avoid, avoid, avoid. So I avoided practicing. I avoided choreographing anything, all of this until two days before the show, literally the show was on Saturday and I got to Thursday night and I was like, Oh fuck, I haven't choreographed anything. Now this isn't something that I could just choreograph in my living room. I literally needed a pole. So I had to go to the pole studio. So I dragged myself to the pole studio. And as I sat down to choreograph, I felt this wave of emotion. I felt the fight or flight and freeze response in my body, literally simultaneously. I wanted to run away. I also wanted to like fight whatever was in my body. And I also felt myself totally freezing up. Now I have been working through a lot of my creativity and choreography blocks over the last couple months. And so I knew it wasn't about that. I knew there was something deeper that was going on. 
And I knew that these responses were a way to protect me from a threat that actually wasn't there. So our, our bodies will sense threat and whatever feels unsafe. And the body thinks it's a saber toothed tiger that's out to get us when in actuality, it is a protection mechanism. My body was literally freaking the fuck out. And I had a choice in that moment. Do I freeze? Do I run away? Do I fight it? Or do I surrender to it? And I will say that with my years of being a professional dancer, I've learned, you know, when the head choreographer of the Radio City Rockettes is like, hey, rehearsals at 10, I've learned that I have to put away whatever shit is going on in my head, in my body, in my personal life. I've learned how to literally put it in a drawer and say, okay, I'm going to put you to the side. I'm going to close that drawer and I'm going to open the drawer for work. And once I'm done with work, I'll close that drawer and I will go back to being able to process my emotions. And this is something that my clients have asked me about often. And I'm sure that you might be able to resonate when you've got some crazy shit going on in your life. And you have that moment of, do I allow myself to be a victim of my circumstance? And then, you know, slack on my commitments to my health, slack on my commitments to my work, you know, avoid the other things that are going to keep me grounded and anchored or Do I learn how to be in the duality? Do I learn how to be in the both? And I can be going through something internally massively and still show up for my friends, still show up for my clients, still show up for work, still show up for my health so that I continue to step forward. So lesson number three is that your emotions are valid. You are, you are 1000 correct in whatever you are feeling. You can feel however you feel. And You have to know how and when to responsibly process them. And this is connected to, you can feel your emotion, but don't act from emotion. We act from our higher self. So in doing this and in in putting this into practice, I had that little pep talk with myself saying, okay, we're feeling and experiencing a lot of things here and none of them are wrong. It's totally fine to feel this mix of emotion. And can I put my feelings, my emotions in a drawer right now so I can get the job done, AKA, so I can choreograph this little solo and then go home tonight and responsibly process them. So I managed to pull something together and I texted Carlos and I was like, babe, I've got a lot coming up. I can feel a really big release tonight. Like I literally felt like the rage and the tears and the emotion, like all of this really intense stuff. It was like a hurricane was boiling up inside of me. And so as a responsible partner, I said, Hey, I'm letting you know, I know I'm going to need a big release tonight. And his response, bless him was okay. I'll take Murph for a walk. And he just knew that he was going to get out of the apartment so I could be in this space and move through whatever I needed to move through. He didn't ask any questions. He didn't try to fix it. He just knew I needed some space to dig deep. And I will say he is not psychic. He did not just know this. He's not a magical. I mean, yes, he's a magical human. However, we have been in such an open, uh, communicative relationship that he has learned what I need by me sharing what I need. So if you have a partner that doesn't understand how you like to process emotion, it's an important imperative conversation to have. Communication is 
everything. And if you're not communicating your needs to your partner, you are setting them up to fail. So communication, 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 and you can do it with so much love and so much honesty that it will create a deeper level of intimacy, connection, and support. So bless him for his response. And I just knew deep, deep healing was being called for. And I want to pause here because I didn't fully understand what was coming up. Like I felt rage. I felt deep, deep sadness. I felt fear. I felt all of these things. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I really just need to choreograph a 75 second minute and a half solo. Like it shouldn't be that serious, but it triggered some shit in my body. So I was coming up against two massive wounds. And I think that this is really important is we, number one, get to process the emotion. So I came home and I raged and I yelled and I used a pillow and I was slamming the bed with the pillow. I, I was in this place where I couldn't even journal yet. Like I needed to get this energy and this fire out of my body. So I did a rage release. I shook my body to move the energy out of my body. I had a lot of crying. Crying is so powerful to uh, reset the nervous system, rage release gets that energy out of your physical body. And then I sat down to journal. And I think this is really important because a lot of times we try to journal and like logic our way out of emotion when what sometimes we really need is 15 minutes to get the emotion out so that then we can begin to understand it. So I learned that I was coming up against two massive wounds and I am almost positive that you are going to relate to one of them, if not both of them. And the first wound comes from my lineage and this idea of the lack of safety. And this is particularly the lack of safety from being in a feminine body as it relates to men. And with the history of sexual abuse in my family line, in my DNA, my DNA is coded with this very real fear of being seen in my feminine body. So my body, my DNA decided that because these things happened in my lineage, being unsafe or sorry, being seen equals being unsafe from men. So if I am seen, then I'm unsafe. If I am seen in my sensuality, in my feminine body, just with like how I look, then it is potentially calling in a threat from men. And this lack of safety has actually, as I look back, has followed me in many different areas of my, of my life, um, particularly around men. And so being seen in this pole performance, even though there were no men there was activating this part of me that felt unsafe in my feminine body. And whether you are someone that has experienced sexual abuse, or you are someone that has gotten cat calls on the streets, or you've had men stare at you or say un, you know, unsolicited things, if you have been in a situation where you've been taken advantage of or have any trauma or have been unsafe with men, then I'm assuming that you have felt this. And it is not just with you. It is most likely in your lineage, whether that is going back your mom's line, your grandmother's line, or even multiple, multiple, multiple lineage lines back. This can also come from past life trauma. And I know it's something we don't really dive into a lot in this podcast, but we carry, we carry this wounding 
in our systems. And so it is really, really powerful to call it forward and to call it out. So instead of me being like, why do I feel unsafe? Why do I feel like I don't want to be seen? Why do I feel this rage and this anger? It was towards these things that happened to the women in my lineage. Like I literally was at my altar crying for the women that had horrible things happen to them simply because they were born into a feminine body. And while I was doing a pole performance, it seems like it's nothing. It opened up this space for me to transmute this energy, to get it out, to heal it, not only for my ancestors, but to be the chain breaker so that my daughters and their daughters and their daughters do not experience this fear. So that's wound number one. The second wound or the second activation was also around this fear of being seen, but it was the fear of being seen in my boldness, in my raw expression of myself, in my bigness. And in this life and in past lives, I've experienced deep, deep wounding from other women when I have been fully expressed, when I have been in my power, when I have been in my magical money-making success, when I've been in a space where I get a solo, when I've been in a space of being fully me, my sensuality, my expression, my fullness, I've had deep trauma around women disowning me, me being abandoned, women getting triggered, women not liking me, women shunning me. And so It's no wonder that the full out brand, the full out podcast, the full out mentorship, the full out entire brand that I have exists because it's been literally my mission in this lifetime to heal this fear of being seen living full out. I can't tell you how many women come through my containers being like, I want to do this thing, but I'm so afraid of judgment, whether it's I want to leave the marriage because I know I can be happier, or I want to leave this job because I know I'm meant to do more, or I know that I want to do this thing because there is more for me. I want to live my life full out, but I'm terrified because people are going to judge me. My mom's going to judge me, or my friends are going to judge me, or the women on the internet are going to judge me. And so this wound that was really activated was around my personal work over the years, multiple, multiple, multiple years, and probably lifetimes of choosing to be in my power, my full, sensual, sexy, raw self, my happy self, my joyful self, my, you know, rageful self, like all expressions of me and to not give a fuck and to own it and to not keep myself small, to not dim myself in order to fit in. And so Lesson number five, or I don't even know what lesson we're on. Lesson number five is that everything is happening for you. You are right on time. And I will tell you the teachers that I've called in, that I have been called to work with, that have prepared me for this, literally couldn't have prepared me better. Like I am so grateful for my intuition when I hired the coaches, when I hired the healers, when I hired the mentors, because they literally supported me in this evolution. I am so proud of myself and my intuition for doing the programs that I've done for putting myself in the positions that I put myself in, because it got me to this moment. 
And if I would have been in this three years ago, I probably would have had a completely different experience, but because of the work I've done, because of my commitment to my expansion and my commitment to showing up as the leader that gets to lead women and their expansion, this happened perfectly on time. Now I'm going to say it wasn't easy. Like this was challenging. So if I come back to you, to the story, I got home, I let it motherfucking rage turned on the music. And if you haven't listened to any of the podcasts around, um, sacred rage release, I encourage you to do so, but I screamed, I yelled, I smashed the bed with the pillow. I punched the pillow. Couldn't even tell you where the rage was coming from. It was literally like I was releasing for generations. I was releasing for generations of women before me that did not have the freedom to be in their feminine body, to be their big self, to be their sensual self, to be the biggest expression of themselves. Like literally I was doing the healing for my ancestors. And if you're listening to this podcast, I know that you resonate. I know that you are doing things differently and you are healing your ancestral trauma. You are healing seven generations, at least before you, and we are impacting all of our future generations. And this is how we transmute what most women do before they learn how to express their emotions, before they learn how to welcome their rage and welcome their sadness and welcome their grief and welcome their full range of emotions, they shove things down. And when we shove things down, we don't actually transmute it. We don't actually heal it. We avoid it. And avoidance gets us nowhere. Can't avoid. So once I moved through all of this, I journaled, I was able to get deeper Again, like I said before, sometimes we have to move the energy and the emotion first before we can get really clear. So I journaled and I just trusted that whatever needed to be healed, whatever needed to come up was coming up and it was moving out. So I no longer had to carry it. So our next lesson, are we on lesson five, lesson six? I think we're on lesson six, lesson six. We don't have to understand the emotion. We don't have to understand it. In fact, if I needed to talk it out or logic my way through it, it wouldn't have worked. I could only get to that journal once I released whatever the fuck it was that I needed to release. And so I want to make sure that that's like a big bullet point. You don't have to understand it. And that's a big one for our partners because they tend to, the masculine tends to want to fix. And so what you get to teach your partner is number one, it doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't have to make sense to you. And there's no way to logic my way out of this. So what do you need from your partner instead? And I have taught Carlos over the months and years that what I need almost all the time is not to be fixed, not to understand it or like think my way through it, but I really just need a hug. I need a hug. I might need some words of affirmation, like you're going to figure it out or it's going to be okay. Or this is temporary. I've got you. It's okay to feel all of those things. So we begin to wrap this up while this might seemingly look like a 90 second piece at the pole studio that I got to perform in front of, you know, the pole studio. It's not like there were hundreds of people there. Let's be real. I was in the most supportive crowd, the most supportive energy. It was a giant deal for my soul's growth. And it was on perfect timing with all of the inner work all of the ancestral work, all of the energetic work that I've been doing over the last couple of years. I literally felt like a new fucking woman. Like I felt lighter. I felt happier. I felt sexier by transmuting all of this stuff. Uh, now I want to add in something hilarious because 
you know, we got to also find the light in all of this. I just want you to know, honest to God, I had no business being up there with these insanely talented instructors. Like literally some of these women were flipping and twirling and living on these poles. And I was over there full of nerves. Like how the fuck do I even hold this pole? What am I doing? I'm feeling like a fucking baby deer who doesn't even know how to walk yet, let alone puts on seven inch pleasers and is trying to like roll around. Like I have any business being there. So literally had no business being there. I mean, I did, but I didn't. And I think that that is also incredible growth. Uh, because being a beginner is fucking humbling. It's so necessary for us being a beginner, being willing to be the worst person in the room, being willing to fall flat on your face and to be seen in your vulnerability is a fucking superpower. Most humans won't take the next step or won't take the next leap because they're afraid of being new at something. They're afraid of failing. They're afraid of judgment. But if you can practice putting yourself in positions where you're a beginner, where you're uncomfortable, where you're out of your comfort zone, it is an incredible catalyst to growth. So my love, the feminine is rising. We are releasing toxic patterns. We're reclaiming our bodies. We're reclaiming our dreams. We're reclaiming our connection to our cycles, our boldness, our bigness. We're healing generational trauma. We are the chain breakers. We are unlocking our intuition and our magic. We're relearning sisterhood and community. We are fucking rising. We are rising. It is a rebellion. It is a revolution. It is a reclamation. And I just feel so blessed to be at this point in history to have like reincarnated at this moment, because I know that we as women are up to massive, massive things. We are literally changing the energy on the planet, the trajectory on our planet. And I know someone right now is thinking, yeah, but I'm like, I'm a stay at home mom or like, yeah, I'm just a PT or I just like work this job. And I want to pause you and say, you're so much more than that. You're so much more than your job. You're so much more than your like parental title. You are a feminine being full of love and light and emotion and codes of your ancestors. You are here to make a difference, whether that is in your family or with your clients or in your work community, you are here to make a difference. Even if it's at your kitchen table, maybe it's at the boardroom, maybe it's in the bedroom. Maybe it's in your community of friends, but you are here for a reason. So I want to share with you, if you're still here, I fucking love you. Thanks for being here, baby. I want to share with you something that I am so excited for. And I'm sharing just with you again, like I said, in the beginning of this podcast, you are the woman that wants to go deeper. You have listened to this entire podcast and I want to reward you and thank you and love on you by sharing what I'm so fucking excited for. And that is the relaunch of sex money magic. It is for the woman who is ready to reclaim her feminine power. And I want you to think about what would it feel like for you to burn down the societal programming that says you can't be hot and feminine and also make insane amounts of money. Or that there's no place for your rage and anger and emotions because the feminine means soft and quiet. 
What would it feel like to burn down the programming that says in order to be like quote unquote wife material or a good mother that you needed to stifle your sexual energy. And instead of all of that programming, you started owning your raw, bold, feminine power. If you are ready to own your sexy and spicy desires in the bedroom, in the boardroom, and in your bank account, if you are ready to live your life like a living ceremony with your body as the temple, if you're ready to find pleasure with or without a partner, with or without the lights on, you know what I'm talking about. And if you're ready to lead powerfully from your feminine and make giant moves in your business or career, if you're ready to fall in love with living outside of the box, being the fucking chain breaker, the healer, the wise woman doing epic shit that you are, then sex money magic is for you. This work is so much deeper than most women realize. Just like that pole performance was literally like 90 seconds to river by what's her name? Bishop Briggs. Yeah, that was the song. This work is so much more than that. It's more than like, can you wear the lingerie or have the orgasm? It's more than balancing your checkbook or paying off your credit card. It's more than deciding to start a side business or side hustle. It's more than doing a movement class or meditation. It's more than, you know, self-trust where you, you know, don't call 800 friends before making a decision and needing advice. It's about activating the truth of who you are and who you came here to be. And if this is something that feels sexy and spicy and intriguing to you, I'm going to invite you to apply below. This is invitation only or application only. And I have a super spicy bonus, super, super spicy bonus for you listening on the podcast and anyone that applies and joins before the 25th. It's my spicy bonus. It is a private session unlocking your sacral and sexual power. It's 75 minutes. It's valued at 795. And I just want you to know that part of unlocking your power is taking action. And I'm going to be the stand for you to do so. So my love, if you have any questions, you can send me a DM on Instagram at Samantha Joe Harvey. I am so excited for this intimate group container. It's three months long. I should have told you that it's three months and we have an incredible community of women. Um, we just attract the most magical, amazing women. Didn't even talk about community. I didn't even talk about any of that, but that goes without saying, I'll probably talk about that on Instagram, but if you know that you are ready to build that connection with yourself, to tap into your magnetism, to tap into your sacred power. I invite you to apply for sex money magic today. Don't think just apply, 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 apply. I can't wait to connect with you about it. Also last thing, if you haven't grabbed my spicy, sexy self-love freebie, I don't know if I've talked about that on the podcast or not, but it's, it's a free workbook. You can also grab that too. It's seven days to help you activate all the juicy, good, spicy, sexy self-love. Um, so I'm going to put both the links underneath this in the show notes and my loves, if you have any questions, please DM me, you can DM me podcast and we can chat about what's resonating for you. If there are any fears or concerns coming up, we can chat about it. And again, from my heart from my body, from my sacral chakra to your sacral chakra. I 
honor you. I acknowledge you grab your motherfucking crown girlfriend. It is time we ride at dawn or, you know, in a couple of weeks when we start sex money magic, have the best day, love. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for joining me. If today's podcast inspired you in any way, we would love your support in spreading the word. Please subscribe, rate, and review, and let the other queens in your life know that they are also worthy of living life full out. If you want to continue the conversation, I'd love to connect with you on Instagram or Facebook at Samantha Joe Harvey. Have a fabulous day, and I'll see you next time.